Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And Anthony Roque is out today. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we introduce a new brand of two-way radio antennas, mounts, and mount accessories for GMRS radios. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by... By TwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. By TwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. One of the most critical components of a radio is the antenna that is connected to it. While a radio does need sufficient power and positioning to maximize its range, it is the antenna that determines the ultimate fate of the signal to be sent or received. The choice of antenna cannot be taken lightly, and there are many from which to choose. Names such as Diamond Antenna, ICOM, Midland, Nagoya, President, and Tram are well known in the radio world, and there are many others that have established a niche for themselves in the industry. Now there's a new contender entering the antenna arena, a brand called Mellowwave. Yeah, I'm super excited that we finally are having this show. We're talking about the the Mellowwave uh, antenna products. These these products have been in the works for a long time. Uh, goodness, it's a very long time. It takes so long to do any of this stuff. I know we, <laughs> I've um, complained about that in the past, but... Um, you have, you know, grand visions of how, how, uh, exactly what you want to do. And then a year later, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> but, um, who is Mellowwave? Mellowwave is a, a new brand currently, currently focused on two way radio accessories. Uh, as Rick said, like, uh, antennas and mounting accessories currently. Um, now what's exciting about Mellowwave to us anyway, is that the same people bringing you by twowayradios.com and the two-way radio show are the same people behind the Mellow Wave antennas and the Mellow Wave brand in general, which that's good because we are directly in touch with consumers. We already work with suppliers on GMRS radios and things like that. We hear our ears to the ground. We know what people are looking for. So we think that perhaps we can do a good job coming up with antennas and, and mounts and uh, maybe other products like that going forward. So with this new Mellow Wave brand, what can consumers expect uh, from this product line? Um, what consumers can expect are, um, 
a few things. And this brand isn't going to be the cheapest brand. It isn't going to necessarily be the most expensive brand. It's it's going to be the products that we put out under the Mellow Wave brand are going to do what we claim they will do. Mm-hmm. If we're saying here's a good value antenna that's a Mellow Wave, then it will be. It'll be a low price and it'll work well. If we're saying that an antenna is a great antenna, well built, um, and you know high quality materials, and it has a high price. It will be worth the price that that we put on it. It's, it's going to do what we say it will. And what we're looking for is for these products to perform better than competitive products at the same dollar price. So, for example, if we have a, a, an antenna that's forty dollars. It will work better than competitive products at the same price. That that is our goal, and we're we're testing things to make sure that's the case. Um, so all the products we've come up with so far are uh, high quality. They've got a good quality look and feel. I think I think they look cool, and they have uh, some cool think? names too, right? <laughs> I think they have a cool name. A couple of them have cool names. Yeah. Well, let's look at the primary products here. Now, we're talking about antennas. We're also talking about antenna mounts and mounting accessories. Let's look at the antennas first and uh, see what we have here. Uh, that's probably a good idea. Let's start with the antennas, then we'll go on to, to mounts for the antennas. Right. Um, we are launching this brand with two GMRS antennas. Um the probably most popular antenna is going to be the Shadow, which is a very small NMO uh, antenna that is tuned precisely for GMRS. This is in the 462 to 467 megahertz range. 462 to 467. And um, it... In our test, the, the SWR is fantastic on this antenna at this range. Now, a lot goes into SWR. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about this before. It depends on your, your mounts, your cape. If you've got coils in your cape, things like that can affect SWR. In our test, this uh, antenna has excellent SWR on um, GMRS frequencies and excellent performance on GMRS frequencies. Um, so this is a quarter wave antenna, quarter wave with a three uh, dB gain, and this is very, very. It it has a very low profile. Yeah, that's that's why uh, I wanted to start with an antenna that that basically would be good for for many many uses. Mm-hmm. So um, you know you don't want uh, probably if you have a newer car, you have a normal looking car. <laughs> you're not like you have a normal looking car, Rick. Do I? <laughs> yeah, you're you're not gonna want to put a four foot antenna like the one we're about to talk about after the shadow. Uh, you're not gonna want to put something like that on your car, probably. I but, don't know. I've seen some guys that started off with normal looking cars, and by the time they're done, they have a, like uh, ten radios inside and fourteen antennas on the back in the roof, and, and uh, it doesn't look like here. a normal looking car anymore. Yeah, we have a couple guys like that here, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love to see it. And one of them it. took the uh, shadow out and put it through its paces, tested it around. Uh, as I recall, he had some pretty good feedback on it. He 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 got. Uh, I mean, he didn't get feedback on his radio. He was getting 
good uh we, we got good <laughs> feedback on the it's on the performance feedback, not bad feedback <laughs> right we, we had good feedback on the performance of the of the uh antenna he said uh it really uh got out pretty far and and uh was pretty clean right and you know we we really are um making these custom for gmrs you wouldn't believe how many Similar products we, we buy and, and test to, to make sure that this one works better. And even when they say most of the time that they are built for GMRS, they're just, when you put them on the, the spectrum analyzer, they're, they're business UHF antennas that cover a very wide range that includes GMRS, but they're not optimal for GMRS. So there's the center frequency on this is going to be really right there in the GMRS range. Yeah, it is. And uh, what is also pretty nice about this antenna, it's it's an NMO uh, for one thing, which means that it's going to be compatible with a wide variety of NMO type mounts. And uh, we have a few of them in this line that we're going to talk about later. But what this means is that um, if you have another antenna with an NMO mount on it, it's just a matter of just unscrewing that one and pretty much screwing this on the mount, and you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, that, that is uh, that was definitely a consideration with, with um, an NMO style mount. If you've already got a mount on your vehicle, then it saves you a lot of trouble if you just yeah. have to unscrew the, your old antenna and replace it with the new one, and not have to worry about running a mount because. Installing the mount is really where the work is uh, when it comes to setting up an antenna on your vehicle. Mm -hmm. Now, we have the shadow, which is on the, the really, really low-profile antenna, and that's great for, say, vehicles like uh, like cars, regular cars. And then we have this other antenna, which is uh, kind of a beast in a way, I would say. This is the Overlander. This is the Overlander. The, and the Overlander is... It's made to work very, very well. This is a GMRS antenna, um, 5 8 over 5 8 element. Uh, this is um, great performance, tuned for GMRS, just like the Shadow. But um, it's kind of made to look cool, kind of cool <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to match up well to off-road style vehicles. So this this is specifically designed to be a heavy duty uh, antenna for environments that are maybe a little harsher, a little rougher. Like for instance, you're you're out in the elements, you're out uh, on the on the road, uh, out over the range. You're you're uh, going cross country. You're going up a mountain uh, or something. You're you're hitting some rough terrain, and one of the uh, one of the complaints I've heard from a lot of off-roaders and a lot of overlanders is, is they're often called that uh, they have problems when they're going over, you know, thick brush and things like, you know, going around thick brush and going over some of these rough places that uh, oftentimes their antennas will catch something and snap right off. And uh, they don't really have any tolerance or any, much in the way of of being able to recover from that, they just kind of you know it's really 
you know, a hard stick up in the air and it hits something hard and it, it's gone. Um, this has a massive spring on it that helps massive. mitigate that somewhat. Now, th- th- there's no guarantee that this wouldn't snap off as well, but it can take more abuse and more pressure out there than, say, some of these antennas that really have no uh, no tension support, anything like yeah, that's, that. Yeah, that's the idea. It's, it's supposed to be a heavy-duty antenna, but it's also supposed to look good and fit mm-hmm. a, a style um, for certain vehicles also. So you, if, even if you never take your vehicle off-road, uh, but you have uh, an awesome-looking Jeep or awesome-looking 4x4 SUV or something like that, this style of antenna may be the look that you're going for on that vehicle that you purchase. Uh, we have someone here who's um, buying an old um, military, uh, like a restored military Humvee. Mm-hmm. He saw the Overlander and he's like, oh, yeah. Got to have it on there. It wasn't even a performance issue. It was a, a look. You know, it was like, it looks hey, like this it is belongs there for that vehicle. Exactly. And not just, not just four by fours, Humvees and things like that, but also when you're talking about campers and, and uh, people that are, um, you know, going c- cross country camping, things like that. This is a good choice for them because it goes right on the back and it, it, it looks like it fits right in. With the rest of the vehicle. Exactly right. Now, uh, the Overlander also uh, has cable connected to the antenna. (laughs) It's it's an antenna, not a lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you make it, Rick. Uh, The the, uh, antenna has uh, cable that is connected uh, to it. It's part of the the antenna, and it's it's CFD type, CFD 200 type cable. Uh, which is higher quality cable than RG58, which you see on basically every other um, type antenna. But it comes with a mount with U-bolts. Um, which is black also to match the antenna. And right. The, these right here, the, here are the U-bolts. Um, but it would also install into other type mounts as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have included, instead of putting a UHF connector um, on the cable directly, we have an FME um, style connector. The FME connector, you're not going to find a radio with, with FME, right. but uh, the FME is small. So if you drill a hole in your vehicle or in like a bumper guard or a grill guard, something like that, to uh, or in a, directly into a metal bumper to, to mount this antenna, you can run the cable through it. You don't have to worry about the large uh, UHF connector and having to, um, you know, drill a hole to fit the UHF connector through or putting a new connector on once you get the cable where you need it. And it comes with an adapter. And what yeah. I'm taking out of the bag here now is the FME2 UHF uh, male or PL259 connector right here. And uh, it goes right on the, the end of it. All right. So there All you right. go. Now we're back to the standard UHF style. There you go. Connector. Easy as uh, easy as that. The Overlander looks great also because it is black, and the pieces that go to this are black. The shadow is also black. Now let's talk just for a moment about why the color black. What what is the the reason that black was chosen? When we talk to customers, they want black. 
That's overwhelmingly. That's overwhelmingly, we want it black. Customers want black. Like you, you do see like the shadow. Mm-hmm. It's pretty common to see antennas that look like this, and maybe they'll have a chrome area on the bottom. Right. Yeah, no. But there are a lot of chrome black antennas. Looks better. And the logo looks cool, right? Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Cool like the it. the the thing is that there are a lot of chrome antennas out there, mm-hmm. um, and a black is 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 a different, completely different thing. It's not uh, your typical chrome. Well, if it's not chrome, it's oftentimes you know what the PVC uh, type of cover over the antenna. It's it's going to be like a white. Right, right. The fiberglass. Yeah, the fiberglass or or the PVC or whatever it is they're using. But uh, but this is definitely different. It looks cooler. Looks pretty sharp. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think that uh, you know everyone is going to be a fan of the solid black. But um, you know, let us know if you prefer a mm-hmm. different color or you like the chrome. Uh, maybe we we do some variations at some point. But for those who like black. Uh, which, that, are, which are most of you from the survey yeah. I did. <laughs> they have it now. It, you have it. We have the data. It's right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we, we've got these two main uh, antennas, and then we have, of course, we're going to need some mounts for these antennas, uh, and particularly the shadow in this case, because this one pretty much comes uh, pretty much ready to go. It has the, the mount on yeah, it, yeah, that yeah. sort of Everything thing. Everything is included with the Overlander. Right. And the Overlander is... Uh, a little on the pricey side at one forty nine fifty nine one fifty nine ninety nine. So you you do get everything you need in the package. You get a, a mount with U bolts in the package, but of course you don't need to use the mount. There's a you know a hundred different ways to mount these things. Mm-hmm. So um, we we provided a mount with the Overlander, but uh, use it or don't use it. You know it's going to going to vary with your installation. With the the Shadow, you're going to need a mount. Mount not yeah. included and uh, with NMO, there's so many different mount varieties. There's a magnetic mount, and then there's a large and a small magnetic mount that we have uh, under the Mellow Wave brand. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Shadow, you would only need the smaller one. I think it's a three and a half inch instead of the four and a half yeah, inch. I think so. But uh, with, and once again, as you were just saying, we've got those two mounts. So we have a couple of uh, NMO mag mounts in two sizes, and we have. Um, we have a lip mount. We have a, a trunk lip mount. No installation needed. You just hook it on the, the lip of your trunk, and right. and you're ready to go. That's my favorite mount, by the yeah. way. That's the one that I, I tell people to go with most of the time because it's, it's not a difficult mount to install, mm-hmm. and it's less noticeable than a mag mount. A mag mount, you're always going to have a little bit of visible cable coming out, and mm-hmm. um, you know anybody can pick it up and move it around. With the, the lip mount, you can put it under the... Uh, edge of your hood or trunk. Yeah, and you can remove it and move it to another vehicle if you need to. Then we also have, for those who love to drill holes in their vehicle, we have the hole mounts We know you're out there. Yeah. (laughs) There are some people who just have to drill holes in their their vehicle. So so there's something for everybody here. (laughs) And hold on now. The, The hole mount, you know, we like to say... And you're drilling holes in your vehicle, but there are other mounts you can get mm-hmm. that a like a bracket mount, which we we do yeah, have one yeah. that the whole mount will um, install into. Mm-hmm. So there may be some uses for a, a whole mount other than just you know, striking out the uh, yeah. 
<laughs> the drill the on, on the new Tesla. <laughs> yeah, that's not something uh, I want to do when I get a new Tesla. Not the first thing I'm going to do anyway. <laughs> You're not putting the overlander on it? No, I'm not drilling a hole into the top of it. I, I'd put the overlander on a Cybertruck if I had yeah, one. That would be kind of – well, the Cybertruck is like silver, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it is. No. But you know what goes great with silver? Black. Mm, black and silver. Silver and black, yeah. yeah. Two it's two perfect. great colors perfect that go great together. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like chocolate and peanut butter. I think <laughs> I think if we made the the Overlander antenna silver and you put it on a Cybertruck, it would be too much silver. But some people might want to do that because then it'll blend in and you don't readily see that there is an antenna on the back of the truck until you maybe you walk smack into it or something. Well, the the <laughs> Cybertruck isn't available yet, but as soon as one is, I, I want to see an Overlander on one, and uh, we'll decide if silver or black would look better. All right, so we have the the mounts. We have some studs, uh, NMO to UHF and NMO to N connector studs, and we've got some brackets, uh, and you mentioned a bracket Hold on, earlier. hold on. Don't, uh, don't gloss over the studs. I want to talk oh, about the okay. studs for a minute. All right. Okay. The, the studs are just tiny, like short little, I don't know, two inch long um, adapters, basically, with um, a nut that lets you screw them into a bracket of some type that you would have a hole, right. a, a size for a size for a hole mount. But it's NMO on one side, and then we have two of them. We have a UHF and an N. Right. But what this allows you to do, like, we have very high quality coax. We have very high quality coax on our mounts um, in general, like our, our lip mount, hole mounts, all the, the mounts we've been talking about that include cable. We've upgraded the cable to CFD 200 style cable. And you touched on it earlier, but we didn't really go that in depth on why it is higher quality cable. And that has a lot to do with the fact that it is um, it's less than half of the uh, of the loss, yeah. Of uh, regular, we, uh, we looked at what is available now mm -hmm. as far as mounts go, mm -hmm. and overwhelmingly, the mounts that are available now use RG fifty eight type cable, which is fine cable, but it's a higher loss than this. But it's almost double the loss of CFD 200 and the thickness on the CFD 200 isn't that much greater than RG 58. So without it's giving slightly up thicker, it's yeah, it's a little thicker, but yeah. you don't lose very much as far as flexibility um, with the CFD 200, but you pretty much half the loss going from the RG 58. So, so this is still very, very easy to, to uh, say run through your vehicle without too much trouble. It's not, not like you're running through LMR 400 or something. <laughs> it's by any I, means. I can't think of many cases where RG58 would be perfect for you, but CFD 200 would be too yeah, much. Yeah. I, you definitely want the CFD 200. But where I was going with the studs, if CFD 200 isn't good enough for what you want, let's say you have a very long run and you want to put in some super high quality cable, like um, maybe um, – some Messi and Poloni 10 millimeter or, or seven millimeter cable, um, which would be super high quality. You can use those studs and just connect the, um, cable of your choice. Mm. Like maybe get a Messi and Poloni cable with a 90 degree, um, connector, 
screw it onto the stud, run the cable to your radio. You can get the Messi and Poloni in you know, various lengths that may be very close to exactly what you need, whereas mm. the cable for our mounts are going to be long enough to cover, um, you know, whatever anyone would need. You, you may only need half the length that we provide. If you went with a, like a Messi and Poloni style cable, you could get a shorter run that would be exactly what you need and it would have even better um, performance than this. Wow. So you, so you have a number of possibilities here. You're not limited to just a, a few to, to a few options when you're trying to interconnect all this stuff together. You, you've got some possibilities. Well, performance is really what we had in mind when we decided what products we wanted to introduce with this line. Mm-hmm. Um, we um, were really thinking about GMRS because there's not a lot of GMRS customized products on the market right now. I think you will see us expand to maybe ham a- antennas in the future. Um, but for now, we've got GMRS and we're concentrating on performance with the um, specifically tuned for GMRS, the better cable and the we're thinking about those things like the studs that lets you increase your performance even more. And now we've had some pretty good feedback on the on these products so far. These products have only been out for uh, a, well less than two months, and we've had some really good feedback on them so far. People seem to like it. You know what I like? I like uh, getting on the Facebook groups and seeing them. Um, Post the photos of their uh, of vehicles. Their rigs. Yeah, you yeah, sent me yeah. a couple of those. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I, um, I, I love that. Seeing the products that we're, we're sitting here talking about and coming up with and then actually seeing them in use in the real world on a vehicle, it, it feels great. And they do look great on those vehicles. And uh, Yeah, they do. You know, maybe we should have a little content say, hey, send in your pictures. and. <laughs> I would Put it on your absolutely bed, you know? be, you know, pick a winner, give you a T-shirt, something like that. Send us your your photos of the Mellowway products in use. I'd love to maybe see we it. Can, we, maybe uh, that can be one of our, maybe our holiday we should put promotions. them on our social media channels. That's a good idea. We should, That's a good idea. We should I, do I, that I, with I, the ones that uh, we found on the Facebook group. Maybe hit those guys up and say, "Do you care if we blast your photo idea. out to everyone in the world?" So everybody, send your photos. Let's see what these. Um, these antennas look like on your vehicle. I tell you what, Tanner is, uh, he bought that Humvee. He's I think gonna, he's, he's getting it this a, weekend. We're definitely going to get a picture of his Humvee with. Uh, with each with one of these on there. <laughs> with, with the Overlander. I think that's the one he's planning yeah. on putting on it. We'll definitely have to social that out. All right. Well, that's the Mellow Wave line, this new line of antennas. And, of course, they are available at buy2wayradios.com. And and if you use promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% off your order. thought you were going to forget. No. And I didn't even have Anthony here to remind me. I, I just did it on my own. It just came to me like, you know, like that. So, yeah. Anthony would have mentioned it at the top of the show. Yeah, he would have. (laughs) All right. We have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our first one comes from Lawrence. And uh, Lawrence wants to know, he's responding to the Ocean KG-1000G. He wants to know 
Is there any progress on having this supported by the Chirp programming software? And that's from Lawrence. Um, good question. It's a fair question, but we get asked that question quite a bit. At the moment, there there is no update on having the 1000G work in Chirp. It, um, it If you know someone that uh, is good at Python programming and um, interfacing with the hardware, let me, let we me try. Know. It's not for lack of trying. We, we, uh, we try to contact these guys. We hit up the Chirp and, team, you know. and uh, it seems like... Um, you know, those guys are mainly interested in ham. Chirp yeah, is built yeah. around ham, and it's hard to find someone on the team that's um, interested in uh, GMRS enough to add it. Now, we, we have recently had the KG935G yes, added to Chirp. Yes, that was very cool. Um, that was very cool. An awesome guy, Mel, who um, he said he was willing to do it, and we sent him a radio. And... Um, Goodness, he, he knocked it out in, in a week or two. He had a, a driver. HTML. And uh, he unlocked some functionality with Chirp that's not even available in the regular um, programming software. I think he did a great job with it. He did. Well, our next one comes from uh, SWY. And he, uh, SWY wants to know, uh, well, he's asking about locking the KG805FS in scan mode. He wants to know, is it possible to put the KG805F first in scan mode, then lock it so that any bump of the channel dial or a button doesn't stop it from scanning? I'm using mine at mountain bike races for both uh, team comms via FRS and monitoring event logistics and medical response. The radio works very well to scan through everything I need to, but it's very easy to set it to scan, but accidentally bumped the channel knob, and now it's not scanning any longer. And that's from SWI. And, I, yeah, I, I understand where he's coming from there, although I don't really. I mean, I use the 805F, and um, I don't really um, have an issue with, with the scanning or bumping it around, because usually when I'm scanning for something, I'm just, I've got the radio sitting, you know, on a desk or it's just sitting somewhere and just, I'm just listening. Um, so I don't usually worry about that too much. But I do understand that in certain circumstances, when you're trying to scan when you're walking around or on a bike or something like that, the slightest bump will, will take the scan out of scan because any button. You know, that's how you stop the scan is just press any button and it just stops it. Now, I've tried to, to help SWI out. I've tried to see if I could find a workaround for that. Um, and I thought at first, well, maybe what I could do is I can put on the auto lock. You know, because the 805F has an auto lock feature where you can, you know, instead of pressing and holding the button to lock the, down the keypad, you can go in and you auto, and then after a certain period of time, right. it'll auto it'll lock, lock itself. Right after after a certain period of time, so I thought, well, what I could do is I could set the auto lock on, then put on the scan, and while it's scanning, then uh, after 15 seconds or so, uh, when the auto lock kicks in, because I haven't done anything else to it, it should just automatically lock the keypad, and I should be able to just keep scanning until I hold down that. Unlock button and unlock how, it. How did that work out? Unfortunately, it didn't work. <laughs> what happens is when you press the scan, the auto lock works 
when there is no activity. It can it considers scanning an it, activity. Exactly. It considers scanning an activity. So if you put on the scan, as long as the scan is running, the auto lock is not going to kick in. So I, I try that and it didn't seem to work. But it's a it's a great idea for for um for something to look at in the future in in, in future models. because uh, I can see, you know, for me it's not a big deal. But for some people that that uh that need it, yeah, I could see where where uh turning off the scan or having something bump into the keypad or or the knob or something, uh stopping the scan and accidentally hitting the push to talk or something that I can see where that could be an issue. I love the suggestions. Keep the suggestions coming. If you're using one of our products that we, we help design, like these Mellow Wave antennas we're talking about, and we want to hear your ideas. We listen to your ideas. I read every single one of them that comes through. Um, when it's time to, to update and do new versions, we're, we're sending out surveys. We use that data. Uh, really, it's it's suggestions from people like this that, make the products better and Mm -hmm. i love hearing them and uh, i encourage everyone to let us know what you don't like about our products now i do have a couple of comments and questions from the facebook page now normally we don't uh, use those from the facebook page but i thought a couple of these were pretty interesting and i I wanted to include them here Uh, this one from david uh, he says uh, you guys need to do a special video on how to remove the battery from the Ocean KGS88G. You don't know how close I came to getting a screwdriver to help me remove it, and that's from David. Um, and it's really not that difficult, but yes, we did. This here's an example of how we listen to the customers. We listen to you because David, as soon as we you, got that, you want a video? We got you a video. Yeah, we made a video right away. Tommy went out there and, and he made a real quick video on how to open it up, and it's up there. And there you go, there you go. Um, I so. like the short, quick little videos like that. We just put yeah. one up about this. We we're doing screen protectors now mm-hmm. for the KG nine thirty five G and that family of radios. And well, it's had uh, a lot of views um, has so it? far in the last couple of days. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, what's, uh, you know. I don't know. What was the last count on views? It was, uh, 200 views, something like that. And and it was only out for a day or two, a couple of days. Yeah. That's a lot more than you'd think for uh, applying a screen protector. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) For something. Yeah. So I never uh, thought that would have taken off. Well, hey, you know, any way we can help you. (laughs) That's, uh, this other one is from Pete. Uh, Pete wants to know, uh, he's uh, asking about the, uh, oh, uh, I think he's asking about the uh, Mellow Wave, I believe. And, um, and he wants to know, can it be mated up with a KG935 for better range? Couplings available or just an adapter fitting on the radio? Uh, be a nice add-on to my 935s. That's from Pete. Um yeah, absolutely. You can use uh, a Mellow Wave. In fact, I, I recommend it. If you're in a vehicle, uh, you're not going to get the best range with a handheld radio in, in a vehicle because the, you know, the metal vehicle kind of blocks some signals from coming in. So, um, if you installed something like the Mellow Wave Shadow outside your vehicle, you would get better performance, but you're going to need an adapter. The, uh, 935 yeah. has an SMA mail connector. Uh, we sell these, uh, they're actually Nagoya branded. Nagoya makes them for us. They're, uh, pigtail adapters. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. I think I've that's used the, one in my car. Yeah. You can get just a, a regular SMA 
female to UHF female adapter, but I prefer to go with the pigtails type mm-hmm. adapter that has an SMA female on one end and a UHF female or SO239 on the other, and then about 18 inches of cable in between because that provides a little bit of strain relief. When you put that adapter right on top of the radio, it's, um, you know, if you bump it or something, it might uh, hurt or disconnect that antenna mm. um, connector inside the radio. We get some back occasionally where the antenna port is broken or yeah. unsoldered, and it's because, you know, you put a, a big in, uh, antenna adapter on top of there with um, a cable attached. It's a lot of tension. Yeah, you can, yeah. Put some tension on it. So get the pigtail. All right. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. And, of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or uh, here at just about anywhere you can hear a podcast. And, of course, you can subscribe by email. Click on that little blue by email button on the subscribe page. Uh, if you go to twowayradioshow.com and put in your email address, you'll get the latest episode of the two-way radio show as soon as it comes out. Um, it's just for the show. You're not going to get uh, bombarded with spam or anything like that from us. It's just just so you can get the, the show episodes. But you'll get them right away. Um, and, and you'll get them first. So... Um, checking it, you know, subscribe by email. Well, I guess it does it for the show. And before we go, any final thoughts? Uh, I think we got it. All right. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feimster. And we're out. Out.